You're listening to the Classic Gamers Guild Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Classic Gamers Guild Podcast. We are continuing our October horror series this week. Uh, I am joined once again, as always, by Anna and Paul. How are you doing today i'm fantastic i'm really well feeling particularly good about this episode are you <laughs> yeah absolutely <laughs> way to prime the audience rick <laughs> <laughs> just before we get to the game on hand which this week will be the long reach before we get to that i am going to offer an apology uh because thank you you're and welcome. you know what? I forgive you. You're thank you. I'm I'm I okay, I don't I don't even need to go on then as to what I'm apologizing <laughs> for. Um but I'm going to anyways. See, a few weeks ago, months ago, um quite a while ago, I don't know. I was talking to one of you guys or both and we were talking about Sierra games and their hint books and saying that uh the games were designed to be very difficult to solve with lots of dead ends uh, because they were making a killing off of selling hint books. And so they kind of wanted to encourage that. Um, I thought at that time that that was confirmed fact. I, I thought that was established. It had been presented to me as fact. And therefore um, I recited what I was convinced was the truth. Um, as it turns out, it has been pointed out in the Sierra adventure by Sean Mills Al Lowe pointed out that that was not the case, and that was also confirmed by Ken Williams, um, I believe, in some post in one of the Facebook groups. He clarified as well and confirmed uh, Al's story that they never actually deliberately tried to put in any dead ends. There were just a few that got past them. So I'm offering an apology for speaking out of turn. I assure you it was... Um, I, I, I did not even meet it maliciously i just thought i was saying things that were true uh because that's what i thought they were at the time but it turns out that i was incorrect and so i have to take all that back well i'd like to read that as you're apologizing directly to the game gold rush because that was the episode we were in i believe the timestamp was 23 minutes and 14 seconds <laughs> no, 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 23 <laughs> and i assure minutes. you 23 minutes was how long I played that game before I got bored. I'm sure you put much more time into this game, right, Rick? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I did put an hour into this game. Or actually, no, sorry. Uh, I, I put like two hours, which I think is probably about 45 to 50 minutes of game time if you were to watch somebody who knew how to play it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, me being me, it takes like two or three hours just to like do simple tasks, um, and progress like whatever that was, like an eighth of the game. Uh, it was a pretty short game. I just, uh, could not do it because, um, I, I, I guess another apologies in order here. <laughs> disclaimer, disclaimer. Uh, a while back I was, um, I made a post on Instagram, I think, where I said like the um, I listed off the core values of the show and I said that uh, I want the show to be focused on the celebration of the classics and classic oriented or sorry and classic inspired uh, 
indie games or modern adventures and such like that. And uh, I, what I mean by that is that I go into these things wanting to be able to say good things. I do, I do not do the thing where I look for mean things to say because it's funny, because it gets more clicks and shares. Um, but that doesn't mean I'm going to enjoy every game that I that we talk about here. Um, I've previously not enjoyed, what was it called? Um, enclosure, enclosure. Uh, (laughs) and I have pointed out several flaws that prevented me from enjoying Kathy Rain. And the long reach, unfortunately, I, I appreciate so much all of the effort that went into it. I see how much work went in and they did well pulling off what they set to achieve. It just didn't turn out to be the game for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's nobody's fault except for just my personal tastes. Well, now, um, is it the style of the game? I mean, it is a well, debut game. Do you think it's because they're new at making games? Or do you think it's just because it, a game like this is just not something you'd like no matter what? Well, you see, before I get into my things, I would really, because I know you and Paul liked this game, uh, Paul, quite considerably. You, I don't know exactly the extent to which you enjoyed it, but I want to hear, before I give my input, I want to hear you guys talk it up um, without influence, because apparently I can intimidate people into changing their opinions, um, and I just want to hear your yeah, your reactions <laughs> first so uh i really appreciate that you can use the bathroom every time i play a game that's something that's important to check i checked you could i thought that was pretty cool so uh that's definitely a point in its (laughs) general direction from me (laughs) so so that is the reason why you like this game okay so now now i know why it's popular I also I liked that you could check the email and how the emails kind of told a little backstory about what was going on. So I thought that was pretty fun. It seems like every game since Crusader does that, though. I don't think that's special. <laughs> no, well, not not every game I've played. I have such a limited amount of newer games. Okay, that fine. I've played. It's not in. It's not in Quest for Glory. <laughs> nope. Just just <laughs> signing the journal. <laughs> uh. But yeah, I didn't even know you could die or that people could chase you. So, you know, I'm just like wandering around and the next thing I know I got bludgeoned in the head with a from a <laughs> I got bludgeoned in the head by a guy with a crowbar. So I'm like, okay, yeah, you can die. And then I'm like, oh, and you can run. So that was something I, I hadn't realized. This ain't no LucasArts game. <laughs> yeah. First adventure game I've ever played with two speeds. <laughs> And then, and then you're trying to get the hang of the story, and it's like, oh, Shelly won't win, no matter how many Allens she sends. And I'm like, okay, that is pretty weird, because you know, you had to get the grasp of what all they were talking about, which uh, wasn't entirely clear for a good portion of it. It was pretty. It was a nice game. Uh, I, you know, I don't want to jump to what I thought about later on in the game until uh, I hear what you have to say a little bit, Paul. So did you? Did you? I don't, I don't, we never do like ratings on this show, but give give me a, a, a rough idea of like where where does it fall with you? Like a like a you know a C plus B minus. What, what did you think of it? Well, if I'm gonna rate it on a one to ten scale, being that five is entirely average, uh, I would probably place this one at a solid six point two. <laughs> point two, which okay. Is, 
Yeah, six point two. It's a little bit better. I mean, it's a first try, and uh, I-, I thought the game was fun. I the 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 ending was kind of abrupt for me. I was left feeling so, that way a little bit. But. So when you say you like the game, you rate it just marginally higher than mediocre. No, I mean, five is average. So five like, is mediocre. In my scale, how I laid it out, five is average, though. So I thought it's above average by a whole point, point two. That's, I mean, better than an average game on my scale. Okay, if you want to establish it that way, that is fine. I just, I just have issues with people saying five is average because that's not what average means. Mm. This is why yeah, we don't do ratings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I like the five is average because it makes sense to me when I look at the scale that way. Five is the middle point. That makes it mm-hmm. mediocre. <laughs> Too many times have I sat back and watched ratings just tear this family apart. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you, your- wanna, if, if you want to put it that way on your rating system, I would maybe give it uh, a seven. Okay. On there yours. we go. I, I can yeah, calibrate just, to that. That's uh, yeah. I, I understand that. Yeah, that's fine. I said it. W- it was a well-written game. Uh, I, there was a couple of times where the uh, solution wasn't entirely clear to me, which is fair. I mean, I've played a lot of other games too. I have less patience <laughs> than I used to, so I'm like, if I have to struggle on this for fifteen or twenty minutes and I'm not progressing, I'm going to look up what's going on. And and there was a few challenges, you know, like the one where you had to change the color of the lights and go back that I. I got a little bit hung up on, but I think there was probably only about four or five times that I had to look something up to make it all the way through this very short game, which I think five hours, maybe, maybe six, if you don't really know what you're doing. Yeah, Yeah. it's fine like that. Like if you watch a walkthrough of somebody just doing it, it's like an hour and a half. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. That makes me feel... That was not Stupid. what happened with me. I was in between five and six pretty solidly. And if well, I hadn't yeah, because, looked up any clues, I would have been seven, seven and a half. Yeah, because probably. a straight walkthrough, a straight walkthrough is like uh, the person already knows what exactly what to do and just does it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. Fair point. I just looked on my, my Steam, which which counted it for me. I was, I was six, six hours, 6.2 or whatever. So and I, I don't think I used to walk through either, I think, because I played it right when it came out. So there probably wasn't one. And that's strategic, too. It's the same thing with Thimbleweed. I'm like, I'm going to play it as soon as it comes out so I can't look up a walkthrough because I'm, I'm weak. I'm a weak yeah. individual when it comes out. I, I, I am very there. much the same yeah. way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I guess for my take on the game, and, and I guess to, to back up just one quick step, to those listening who haven't had a chance to like Google it real quick, it's, it's a scary a sort of horror adventure game. It has... I, I think I heard people refer to it as like action adventure. It's not action. It just it just side scrolls a little bit. It just side scrolls like a little bit as you're walking. The the room will just move a little. Like it's you know for an adventure game, yeah. The 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 backgrounds scroll. So there you go. But it's not like by any means anything but an adventure game. Um, it's pixel art. It's it's horror. It was released in like 2018 ish. Um, and yeah, I mean I I don't know bloody. Look it up. I, I know I just said I'm going to explain it so you don't have to, but just I need you to get all the way off my back about what this game's about. It's fine. Um, my opinion on it is... It's I good, really, it's good I to like esta- Sorry, I just want to say it is good to establish, uh, just so people know where we're coming from, though. Um, yeah, horror game, pixel art, 2D, uh, side-scrolling adventure game, survival horror. Yeah, all right. I think that covers all the bases. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. For me, there's like there's just not enough horror adventure games. Like in general, I think I think there was like a decent amount of them from like 2000 through 2012. There's a bunch of horrible looking 3D ones, <laughs> and I I just don't rate them. I can't do it. It's just not palatable to me the way they look. They're horrendous. So, and I'm sure there there's some actual good games in there. I just if if it looks that bad to me, like I, I can't do it. There's a reason I haven't played Grim Fandango yet. Not calling that a horror game, but that's a 3D game that's probably amazing. And I just won't play it because it's just ugh. Um, but <laughs> I will eventually, I promise. But but anyway, my point is is that this the look of it aesthetically is just really nice. It's got that a lot of glowing pixels, you know, like a lot of accentuation on the lighting of the game, which I really like. And and if you if you are driving and you can't see screenshots or you haven't looked it up yet, it, you know, you can kind of think of like the last door, um, or you can think um, even Dark Side Detective. They were really good with with illumination, I guess you could say, just the few lights in the game really set off this glow and give this ambiance and um yeah it just has this really cool kind of magical look to it so basically for me it was the the art style and just the fact that it was horror and i'm a bit of a coward when it comes to scary things so it did make me jump at least twice like i was pretty on edge a couple of times so that says something for the submersion of it so yeah i mean i think i think it kind of hit the mark for for i don't know where my expectations were they were they were somewhat high, I would say, and it definitely met them. Like I felt, hmm. you know, I, I was I was frightened a few times. There were issues with the writing that I can get into later, but I'll just say that there there was a disconnect maybe between the person who wrote the plot and story of the game and the person who wrote the dialogue, because mm-hmm. there's issues with the dialogue. Um, it did manage to scare me, and oh, and the story itself was I thought was really cool. They they did fail to to tighten it up. As and as you kind of alluded to, the ending is a little disappointing. They they ask a lot of questions. They don't answer a lot of them. That might have been the mm-hmm. point. I'm not quite sure because the the kind of the idea is like everyone around you has gone mad, and you, you're you're supposed to not really tell what's reality and what's not. But I kind of by the end of it, I did kind of want to know what was all along reality and what wasn't, and you don't really get a solid answer on that. So that that was a little disappointing. But the fact that like the story. The whole world just kind of dissolves and disintegrates as it goes on. It just gets it like delves deeper and deeper into utter madness, and you're just like, God, you know, what is real, what's not? There's like these weird yeah. flashpoints where you're, you're in like the store, and it flashes from like blood and dead bodies everywhere to not, and so you're just like, which one is, which which of these two am I living in right now? So I really liked how disorienting the whole thing was. I thought that was really cool. And then the last thing I'll say before I pass the bloody mic is the antagonists in the game weren't like zombies or something hard to believe it was people that just lost their minds mm-hmm. like to the point where they were dangerous and there was something just cool about that it was kind of believable like maybe this could happen or you know just the average person how dangerous they can become if, if their minds are broken <laughs> to the point of madness mm-hmm. so anyway that's that's all my positives okay. yeah because i was like who who's insane and and what level of insanity are you at right what are you experiencing what are they experiencing yeah. that only they can see what is it you can see like there's that part where you have to kick the table with the head on it and like this other yeah. guy's got to turn around a bunch of times but you gotta like kick the table at the right time but it was so weird and i never fully understood what like they were where they were going with that scene <laughs> but uh but it was it was unique i'll tell you that it was definitely madness yeah um as you've already kind of pointed out and as i've already admitted to you guys uh, i i gave up pretty early on uh, so I probably missed out some really good moments that probably would have, um, pushed me, pushed the needle a little further to the right. 
Um, but I just couldn't do it. I, I just, I, you know, I, I love, I love pixel art when it's done well and done right and done at the right time. There's no art style that I'm particularly against in, in theory. Uh, so although I like pixel art, I just didn't find it used very well here. You know, like, um, I liked it in Dark Side Detective. I like it in, uh, Chinatown Detective Agency. Uh, you know, they're beautiful pixel art, like, thoroughly. And they, they really bring me into the world and I really enjoy it. And I think it's really just breathtaking art. And this one took me out of the experience because, you know, I'm not saying that a pixel art horror game cannot immerse me. But this one just didn't. And I think a lot of it comes down to, um, like, the background art was really good, but the character art was really kind of cartoonish or kind of want wannabe throwback SNES kind of style. And I really didn't think that worked for the tone that they really should have been trying to set. Well, and you yeah. bring up that yeah. point, and it, it was put out on consoles as well. So it really seemed like the kind of game that was designed to be almost in the spirit of Nintendo with the heart of a, an adventure or a point and click behind it. And I would get that if they weren't trying to be scary. You know, <laughs> it's like... I'm not saying it would be bad. In fact, I would really like to see a survival horror game with Mario 2 characters. But... um <laughs> It probably wouldn't be that scary, right? <laughs> so this one really banks on trying to be scary and unnerving and creepy. And just the fact that it almost looked like it could have been Mario 2 just didn't do it for me. Uh, so like it's like the purple ketchup of computer games. Kind of? I mean, I don't know. You know, I, I don't want to put words into the dev's mouth. I don't want to be needlessly um, negative if, if I can help it, but there's just, I like pixel art, but sometimes I see some pixel art and it just strikes me in the same way that hipsters strike me. Words are sort of like, you know, they want to look like lumberjacks, not because they are, but because that's suddenly cool. And I see some of these games are sort of like, we're doing pixel art, not because we have to, but because we think it's cool. And this one just felt, um, I, I don't want to put intention into their mouths, but this one just really felt like, ooh, pixel art's cool, so we're going to do pixel art because we want to be cool, and pixel art is cool, so here's pixel art because we're cool. And it just didn't work. It just, like, the the you know, the character art just looked so forced <laughs> into simplicity. Uh, just, uh, I, I don't, I can't really put my finger on it. I know I'm probably not explaining this very well, if you send me hate mail, I deserve it because I'm not really expressing myself properly. But I just, I can't look at the graphics um, and say, yeah, this is the tone that they should be going for. Well, there is uh, the point that uh, I think you made just before we uh, got on air, Paul, about the uh, outlines around the characters. Because, I mean, I kind of get it because when you go to interact with a the character, they're highlighted by a yellow outline. And since they're moving characters, it would be difficult to create an outline when there isn't one around each character but some of the items in the background that are highlighted to show that you can interact with them don't have an outline around them so there is a little bit of an inconsistency with the sprites yeah and that's a really good point Anna because I 
Richard, well, to what you were saying, like I completely agree and completely disagree at the same time. So to break that down, I'll say that the the background art um, is is phenomenal and and it it was just really well done in pixel art. And I feel like it should have been pixel art. But I, I agree again, with just that part. On the background. I agree with that part. Okay, so it's on the same page, and and the background for me was was the majority of the atmosphere, so that's why it didn't take it out of uh, take me out of it, let's say. But I could I could also understand being taken out of it based on the character art, since you are the character and they move, and that's kind of a to each their own thing. So I, I totally respect that. And then Anna, to what you were saying, the character art's weird, right? Because it is it does have that that black outline around them, and and to me that makes it look more like uh, I don't know, they look more like sprites than they do like characters. They just look very like mm-hmm. placed on top of it, and then and I, I don't know, do their knees do that weird b- Mario Nintendo bouncy thing at certain points? I feel like they do. <laughs> <laughs> I just to me, it kind of seems like a novice attempt at putting these elements together. Like, hey, they started making it and they kind of figured out what worked, and instead of looking for a specific style with the characters, maybe that's just something that was easier as far as coding went, but. I could just be, you know, making that up entirely. Well, let me put it this way. You, um, I don't know if you've ever played Detective D, but I know you've played Chinatown Detective Agency. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If they did that, it would have been 100% better. Mm-hmm. Like, that yeah. particular style of character art, it would have been perfect. Like, I, I would have been in. So I'm not criticizing their use of pixel art. I'm just saying that they really did not go for the right visual tone of the characters. It is a little bit of a cacophony, I guess you could say, of graphic imaging, because you do, you have that cutesy, simple style. I mean, the more you talk, I mean, the more I can see it, you know, that uh, it's supposed to be really cute and really sweet, but then you've got this person and his blood is splattered everywhere, but it's like, it's kind of cute at the same time, so it's like dissonant, (laughs) almost. (laughs) (laughs) Not even cute in the right way. Like, mm-hmm. I love Happy Tree Friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? And, right. uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Where the whole joke is that, hey, look how cute these things are before we horribly murder them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it didn't even do that. Like, you could tell that that wasn't the purpose, right? Mm-hmm. You could Correct. tell that they were yeah. trying to be this survival horror adventure game. Great. Mm-hmm. I-, I like those things. And it just, again, like I said, I... I- I don't want to be needlessly negative because I admit that they, you know, you said this is like a first game or something, right? So, you know, good mm-hmm. job. Really good job. Um, and the story, I, I can't say too much about the story, but the little things that you've described sound like really cool moments. So that's something. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, like it just, like I said, all I'm saying is I didn't enjoy it for these reasons. And a lot of it really comes down to the uh, visual tone Mm-hmm. Not being what I think it should have been, what I mm-hmm. think it should have been. If anyone, you, know, you guys are cool, that's that's cool. I, I'm not saying you're wrong. If anything, I'm wrong. But you know, hmm. um, the uh, I didn't realize until you told me sh- shortly after I played what I did, Paul, that um, English was not their first language or something, or they were. It was like translated from another language or some something to do with it not really being natively English. Correct. Yeah, I'm. I'm pretty sure that's the case. And after saying that, I really hope it's the case because that would be a messed up <laughs> insult if it's not. <laughs> but I'm. I'm pretty. I'm, I'm positive enough to not have you edit that out. That yeah, they're not yeah. native English speakers. 
Yeah, there's really that kind of, it doesn't really give you that aha, that's what is going on moment. Like I found, mm. I was waiting for that moment where, and maybe that was due to the language barrier, but it was like that moment where you're like, oh, that's, that's it. And it, you kind of got some idea of what was happening, but then when it ended, you still didn't fully have a formed idea of mm. what it was. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I, I thought the same thing, like, do they think that they explained it or were they, mm -hmm. or was the point <laughs> to not explain it? If they thought they explained it, but they didn't because there was just a weird lack of clarity, maybe because of language or communication barriers, or, or maybe they meant it to not be fully explained, which is a thing, right? There's a lot of movies mm -hmm. and different mediums where, where the point is, is to come up with your own ideas and, and to have a conversation about it, I guess you could say. But it felt even kind of muddy for that. Like, like, Mm -hmm. there's not a whole lot of room to, to go back and forth even between the three of us of like, so what do you think happened? Because they didn't really give mm -hmm. us the tools yeah. to have that conversation. Yeah. And this one, I mean, it kind of, it, whatever direction it was leading you in, it definitely led you there. I mean, you, when you were having a conversation, it was like you were only interacting by clicking, but you didn't actually choose what you were saying or when it just, the conversation flowed mm -hmm. essentially. Well, you know what it could be? Um, because I think I noticed this a bit of a trend in a lot of modern games where it probably um, they probably didn't outright explain the story, but they probably put in like a whole bunch of clues as to what it would be so that people can like do video essays about the theories of what's going on and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So there's probably like, you know, like um, Five Nights at Freddy's did it where there really wasn't a story to talk about in terms of the actual gameplay, but there are little clues here and there that sort of allude to the bigger picture. Mm -hmm. um, and there's things like uh, Doki Doki Literature Club, which <laughs> does tell you like a full complete story. But there's if you look up online, you can find out all this information that was sort of like concealed for the for the uh, player to figure out on their own, which points mm -hmm. out to like some bigger thing going on and i get the feeling that if i give them the credit i get the feeling maybe they were going to try this i, I don't know if maybe there's videos out there where it's like here's the story behind it as per all these clues that they left in for us to figure out but yeah i mean i don't know i i i, ho I would have hoped I, i'm kind of glad that i didn't finish it now if that's generally the how it ends is sort of unexplained because i think the one thing that mm. almost kept me going was thinking that hey there will be a really cool story behind this i mean there kind of is like yeah. obviously they're doing experiments on people i mean i don't know if it has like a, a military background on it or if it's just yeah. specifically or, through like science sorry. itself but I, I guess the way i should say it more more clearly is that if there's no payoff to the story mm-hmm yeah, I did feel I wanted right. to feel a little different. I did, like I say, uh, I did feel that little bit let down at the end. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I think one of the bigger, the, the 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 best and worst part about it was was the was the story. I guess you could say because I, I loved how mm -hmm. I loved the madness of it all and and how mm -hmm. you as a character are, are seeing you know former colleagues and friends of yours whose minds have just broken and they become dangerous and they become threats and. And then your your reality in a visual sense, um, and I guess perspectively speaking, like mental as well to you as the player, they they, they flicker back and forth in these flashes of, of almost madness. And 
again, you know, there's a scene in the convenience store where everyone's dead and you, you, hmm. you stop and wonder, like, did I just do that? Like, you know, am I mm -hmm. losing it? And that was, that was the story at its best. Cause it's like, wow, like I'm in control of this character and the game, the writers to their credit have done such a good job that I, I, I can't tell if that's me or not. So that, that's mm -hmm. considering that's what they were going for. That was great. Cause you know, I, right. I, I was really struggling to figure out if I myself was kind of going crazy because I, I swear that my character was the hero of the story. Um, cause there's, there's clues in the game where, you know, you get a message from your, your mate saying, you know, you can save us, you know, it's not too late. You can save us. So the whole game, you're like, okay, my, my mission here is to save everybody. But then you have all these weird, you know, takes on reality where you're like, you know, am I the one doing it or am I the one saving it or a little bit of both? And, and yeah, the ending doesn't tell, I, I don't know if it tells you, I think the ending tells you that you're the hero and that mm -hmm. you prevented something. But then, but then, out of your control, it's gonna actually just get worse anyway. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I kind of want to open it up to the floor, listener-wise, for for those who have played it through to give their takes on it. And I, and maybe for that being said, maybe they're accomplishing what they set out to. If if we can have a, a conversation about it, because it is, the more we kind of pick it apart, the more interesting it seems to become, mm -hmm. as far as what they were going for. But anyway, I guess I guess the main idea of, of what I'm saying, and perhaps what you're saying too, Anna, is is it seems like a little bit of a, a missed opportunity. At the end like maybe they needed to add another 10 minutes on to the end of the game. <laughs> yeah. I just, maybe I was so intrigued by the story and the emails that I wanted to hear a little bit more about it. I mean, maybe I was just disappointed because it ended so quickly because typically games that I play are at least 15 to 20 hours. So, but at the mm. same time, it was nice having a game that was short because it is, I have to say, probably the only game I've completed this year. <laughs> <laughs> um you know i um it's you mentioned convenience store a little bit earlier and that reminded me of another thing that really got me you know I, first impressions are very important so i know a lot of my criticisms are very shallow um or at least they come across that way but i will kind of stand behind that you know even if even if it is a little bit shallow, um, there are some pretty important points in terms of immersion uh, through graphics and dialogue. And there's this one, like the first scene of the game, you you know, you walk down the street, you go into a convenience store or a shopping market or whatever it was. Um, and you walk in there, there's like a couple of other customers in the store. And there's like one guy who's like kind of standing next to the register and then you walk up to the cashier and you have like a conversation about like your personal life. And then it's just like, one of the dialogue options is like, Hey, what's with that guy over there? Mm -hmm. I'm like, what's with the guy over there? Like, <laughs> well, why is that a dialogue <laughs> option? Like when's the last time you walk into a store and like go up to like the cashier and be like, Hey, what's with that guy over there? Right? Maybe if he has like one eye yeah. and he's tossing a knife. <laughs> yeah. Be like, hey, I, I, then, that I, guy over then, there? then I definitely wouldn't ask about him. <laughs> You'd be like, I just want to get the hell out of here now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, uh, and again, it's those little things. And you, you said, Paul, that uh, you know, there's something with the language there. Um, it, we're at least one degree separated from what they're actually like trying to say. And uh, but it, it was just it was too much for me. Like between the visual clash with the tone. And then just like this writing that was just so like, it just kept taking me out far more than bringing me in. And I just, 
I just couldn't get into it. And like, you know, I played it for like two hours. Um, and I just, it felt like I played it for 12. Like it was just so, it was a chore <laughs> for me. I just didn't enjoy it. And I'm glad other people do. Mm-hmm. And I really want people to, and I really want this to be successful, but I hope that they'll also maybe learn like that. There were a few things that they could work on. Um, I, I probably could have been really involved in it if they did a more, um, like a, a more serious visual tone and better translation of the text. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a tale of two tones. Cause there's, there's the, um, there's like the, 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 the background, the backgrounds and the atmosphere and everything is, is wonderful. Whereas the, the character parts are not, Mm-hmm. Um, and then the, the, the story as a whole and the plot and everything is wondrous and just really, really cool. Um, leave, leaves plenty to the imagination. It's, it's just a cool idea in general, the, the decay of, of everything around you. Um, but then the dialogue is not <laughs> great at all. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, ha- half of the story is, is great and, and half of it's not. And same with the art. Um, for me, obviously, it was a 60-40 in the positive direction, having liked it. But I could see that pendulum swinging pretty easily. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like uh, talking to the both of you, I'm, I'm not convinced that I like it any more or less. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I certainly am swayed to different points on either side here. I, I'm pretty easy on this one. But I, as overall, beautiful game. I liked the 2D. I, I loved the pixel art, uh, and, and those backgrounds were super cool. There was a lot to look at in the backgrounds. There was some stuff I wanted to be able to interact with, and I couldn't. You know, of course missing the yeah. ability to look at things it's kind of you you get what mm-hmm. you can get so yeah it was it was one of the most gorgeous games i've i've seen again referring to atmosphere and background art just the the way they handled fire and lighting and and there's a certain point where there's just like this glowing green toxicity all around the room and and it's got the perfect ring of of lime glowing green everywhere or the fires outside it's 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 uh it's extraordinary Pixar art. It is, it is better than mm-hmm. I've seen in, in a lot of games, and, and especially a lot of games recently really go for that kind of glowing look, and, and they just absolutely nailed that. I, I would just have wished that they they switched the art of the characters. I hate to say it, I really do, but I wish that they made the other parts of the game more traditional. I know yeah. that's like forcing things into a box, and we all want, you know, I I, th- I think we'd like to come across like we don't, just want things the way they used to be. I'm, I think I'm that way, but in this case, I, I just want it to be more like it used to be. Like there, there was, there's just this weird NES vibe to the characters, and and yep. I would say probably even keep the background static as well. Like like if they just got rid of the weird Nintendo vibe that the characters have, that spritey look with the the bouncing knees, and and you know you could leave or take the scrolling backgrounds. It really doesn't have much effect on me opinion wise at all, but. But if they just, yeah, again, I hate to say it, if they just made it a little more traditional in the character sense, I think that would have helped a lot. And then the the whoever wrote the dialogue, I'd be, I'd put money that it wasn't the same person that wrote the story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you know, I think a part of the uh, the characters looking towards Nintendo goes back again to the fact that I'm pretty sure these are Nintendo gamers 
that kind of also like adventure games. Now, I'm mm-hmm. totally just shooting off the hip, though, but it just it seems like they would have grown up playing Nintendo and they were really marketing towards Nintendo more than anything. And and the PC just kind of had to be there because of the adventure element. But it wasn't really what they were considering as far as a, an audience goes, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's a good point because I, I didn't realize at the time that it had a PlayStation and Switch port and everything. It, it's mm-hmm. playing it on the PC. Yeah, I th- a lot of my critiques in that regard could probably be thrown out the window if you play it on a console because it would feel more at home. Mm-hmm. But you know what? It's it's also it's how much that can really be an excuse. Like already in Super Nintendo, they had Clock Tower, which was yeah f- like fantastically horrific. Like that was a scary <laughs> yeah. game with awesome Super Nintendo pixel art. And maybe they don't have quite the technology to do like the, uh, like I said, the atmosphere and effects that this game had. But if they just went like with a more serious tone, rather, like I said, it just, I felt like it was Mario 2 playing it, right? <laughs> it almost seems like the, the, the guy who wrote the story designed the backgrounds and the guy who wrote the dialogue <laughs> designed the characters. <laughs> oh, I totally get what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> You know, and I want a game from from the background plot guy because that was awesome. <laughs> it was a two person team. <laughs> Can you yeah. imagine? It's like, hey, you do this part of the game, I'll do this part of the game. <laughs> oh. Yeah, they did not share notes at all because it's yeah. yeah, it's weird. It's, it it totally suffers from from that that Marvel trope where they they ruin any scene that has potential for emotional depth by making a, a cheap quip immediately afterwards and it it just and to be honest i don't really mind that in marvel films it's it's already about superheroes it's already ridiculous why not but but in this game it did it did, it did stand out a little bit where it's like you know you just found your dead friend like and you're gonna make like a quip about it like it, it was it was a little weird <laughs> but all that being yeah. said i mean to those who, who who haven't played it like you know definitely obviously to form your own opinion play it but i our job is to you know just talk about it for for a, a pretty good amount of time even even if it's you know 40 minute podcast or whatever but so we're obviously going to get in just get well into it and come up with with everything we liked and didn't like and break it all down and blah 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 but at the end of the day you know depending on where your expectations are if you're expecting a good looking game that is definitely creepy it may or may not make you jump once or twice overall you you'll you'll feel like it's a horror game it's definitely at no point does it is it does it feel i think ridiculous like it, it it'll probably keep you on edge at certain points and it looks pretty so i i think you'd be satisfied if you're just like hey as long as this has got a creepy vibe and it looks good and the story's good enough i think i genuinely think you'd have a good time with it yeah and you know it'll be very rare occasions i would ever suggest people not play a game even if i don't like it um so i do think people should play this game Mm -hmm. i'm not going to try to convince anyone not to and i'm sorry if i do uh, I, that's why I'm really trying to make it very clear that this is just my personal tastes and reactions and I, it's totally not based on any objective, uh, metric. It's, um, it, 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 they pulled off what they wanted to do pretty well, as far as I could tell. Um, I, I didn't get deep enough into it to analyze exactly what they may or may not have been going for, but, you know, as far as a pretty polished game, other than the dialogue, it was good. Um, and it just didn't appeal to what I wanted it to be, and that is more me than the game, but I just didn't enjoy it. Uh, two out of three CGG hosts 
enjoyed it. And I think that's a really reasonable score. 66% uh, or 67%, whatever it is. Um, I, I think that's a good score for the game to have. Yeah, go out and play it. Put on some headphones. I think it's a game that relies a little bit on the ambiance. So, you know, immerse yourself in it a little bit. Uh, understand it is what it is and, and that there's a lot of fun to be had in the gory scenes. There's there's profanity. There's violence. Y- you can't go wrong. <laughs> Tell us what you think. Because, again, like I said, we're, we're um, you know, take it for what it is. Because the two people who actually played it the entire way through really liked it. Or at least liked it. Um, and again, like I said, I had personal hangups that I just couldn't even get very far into it. Um, so don't listen to me. Um, (laughs) but let us know what you think. If you have a really good thing to say about it, we might even read it on the show, you know, uh, teach us a thing or two because we're, we're limited and quite often not that intelligent. Um, so, you know, let us, let us know what we're supposed to think. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, um, help us out, guys. Help yes. us out. <laughs> <laughs> we need it. Uh, you can reach us by email, uh, mail at classicgamersguild.com. We are on Facebook. We have both a page and a group. Uh, follow the page for updates. Follow the group for discussions. The uh, We're on Twitter at the CG Guild. We're on Instagram at CGG Podcast. And um, are we on anything else? We're on Patreon. If you want to support the show, not that we gave you much reason to this time, but uh, you know, <laughs> some people think it's worth supporting. Toss a coin to us. Um, look up Classic Gamers Guild on Patreon. Thank you to all of you who support the show, uh, each and every one of you, but especially those of you in this extra special thanks tier, namely Jay Holmes and Mark Fillion. And um, yeah, I think that's about it out of me. Any final words? Yeah, buddy, don't do a... I was going to make it so I didn't have an ending to it. <laughs> Leave it as unsatisfying as the end of the game. I see. Very nice. <laughs> this was not our finest moment. <laughs>